What's that? Where'd you get her? Uh, the Humane Society. Oh. We saved her. Yeah, it's good. She's a good girl. She is. What do you think she looks like? What kind of dog? Oh, I don't know. Do you like her ears? They fall down. <laughs> yeah. You know why they're like that? Either the previous owner burned them off or they froze off. Oh. Or they clipped them wrong. But I think she uh, was abused because she doesn't like men very much. She's warmed up to me a lot, but... Oh, that's why she's so timid. Because she was abused. Probably. Oh, poor baby. Welcome to Conversations with Nana. Did you like uh, you like this studio? Yes, very impressive. What do you think about it? How did you get the idea? How did I get the idea to start podcasting? No, how did you get the idea to decorate? I have a good eye. Oh, okay. Yep, it's uh, I like it. Yeah. You should have seen how we started. <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot. We made it work though. That's when you and Zach and. And Ben. Ben, we're doing it. Yeah, started Blue Falcon Radio. That's where it all began. <laughs> Welcome to Conversations with Nana. Oh, you're scared. Episode one. Candy. <laughs> She's a good dog. So you're Nana? I'm Nana. Welcome, Nana. I'm I am Nana to a lot of people. <laughs> you are Nana to a lot of people. Growing up, uh, everyone called you Nana. That's right. My friends... My sister Lexi's friends. Uh, how'd you decide on the name Nana? When your mother called and told me that she was pregnant, I said, I want to be Nana. <laughs> now, was there, where'd you come up with it? I just came up in my head. Because we never called anybody Nana when I was growing up. They were Grandma somebody, you know, with the last name. Graham Graham. No, just Grandma. Graham why didn't you go with like uh uh Graham Graham Cracker? No. No. So you had to have heard Nana from somewhere. Where? I don't or know. Or you just that was I liked the name and, and and you know, I just ha didn't have anybody that I associated it with, but that's what Short I for banana? No, didn't want that. You don't like banana? No. Do you like bananas? Yeah. Yeah. Potassium. They have potassium, they say. I know, and I need it, too, because... <laughs> Why? Because last night I woke up three times with Charlie horses. <laughs> Where? Where my, on your... In my legs. Oh. And so that means I'm short on potassium. Is that why you occasionally massage your leg <laughs> while oh. we're sitting here? Oh, no, that's just a nervous thing. Oh. You know, I noticed that uh, you play with your fingers like this you kind of have little fidgets oh yeah I, I always do that do you does mama i don't know <laughs> yeah pay attention nor do i sorry mama um so i'm who am i who are you who am i well you gotta go by a lot of different names that i've called you <laughs> yeah i'm your grandson though oh yeah they call me granna son What if I went by Grana, son? Why? I don't know. Why do you go by Nana? I don't know. Yeah. You, from this day forward, call me Grana, son. No. No. Um, so I am uh, Ty, right? Right. That's my name. And what do I do for... for and what, what is my line of work? Law enforcement. And some may not be too pleased to hear that. Um, some may say that all cops are bastards. Well, those people are bastards. Whoa! Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started, man. Well, we may get you started. There are some bad cops, though. Oh, yes. I'm not denying that. And they need to get rid of them, and they need to get rid of the unions. Oh, you think you need to get rid of the unions? I need, they need to change them. I'm in a union. I don't care. Wow. Because, why? Well, why? But they have proven, like in Minneapolis, that uh, 
The unions protected them. How or what? many? That one guy that that did all that, Derek Chauvin. He, he had what? How many? Twenty times or something? He'd been hauled on the carpet for um, officer misconduct. And yeah, and all use that. Of, use and of then, force. and then always the union stepped in and made him take him back. And I think that's why a lot of people say that all cops. I mean, a cop will stick up for a bad cop. That we stick up for one another. And that's what they call blue. Uh, the I don't know. I don't know I what. Forget uh, what I it mean, is. there's numerous names. Yeah. But um, no, I don't like. I don't like bad cops. I think well, what they give you a bad name. Correct, and that's the worst part is when you are a good cop and yeah. you are trying to make a a grand difference. And yes. It'll never happen, but as long as you can make a difference in some way. Yeah. No matter how small. Yeah. Yes, that that's worth it to me. Yeah. But yes, I agree. And I had a conversation with someone the other day about um they said, "Wow, I it's probably hard being a cop right now." And I said, "Yeah. Yeah. yeah. It everyone's angry." Oh, sure. The cops included. No one no good cop is going to look at what happened in Minneapolis and say or, oh, yeah, or Atlanta or gosh, it yeah. just keeps going on and on. Yeah. I mean, black lives do matter. They, so they, does everybody else. Correct. Correct. And there's a whole argument that behind that. But, yes, everyone matters. Black lives matter. Yes. And you want to know what else I have a bone? Bone to pick with? Yes. Yes, what? All of this stupid, taken down statues trying to change history. Give it a break, man. What they're thinking, though, the argument behind what they're doing, although I don't completely agree with it, I see their point, but I think there's more productive ways to go about it, is um, some of these guys that are were made statues were well, slave owners. Well, sure they were, because half the country was slave owners. True, but should we... Some may ask, should we memorialize them with a statue? Oh, I don't care if they take down a statue, but changing the names of the forts and... Forts? Different forts around the country that... Oh, I didn't hear about that. That had uh, that have names from Civil War generals or something. They want to change those. Ah, uh, I see. You know, they just go so far out. Of... I yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, yeah, it is hard being a cop, a good cop. Yeah. It's hard being a cop. Um, but I, I do believe that some black people have it bad. Oh, I know they do. I mean, there are. And I'm not denying that, that, that they were treated wrong and, uh, the Indians were treated wrong. Right. So, you know, but that is doing all this and changing names and changes in the name of the ball team and all that. What's that prove? I don't I think the argument behind it is it was never okay, so change it now so as to not make it confusing that it we are saying it's okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's that's sort of what what their point yeah. is. Um, but I just think they go too far. Sometimes, yep. But sometimes police do as well. Well, sure. Unfortunately. So don't get me started on the politicians either. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a fan of President Trump. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Why is that? Don't get me started. <laughs> Why? Well, just start. Speak your mind. you told me that the cops all think they're all pro-Trump. Trump is pro-police. Well, yeah, but so does that mean you are for him? I don't follow it, so I don't feel comfortable saying, you know, I I, I don't, until there is someone where I can agree with completely, I mean, I'm not going to follow yeah. it. I'm not going to say, yes, that's the one. That's okay, well, um, there's two books coming out. Okay. In the near future, one in just a couple of weeks, the one by that Bolton. Michael. Michael Bolton. Bolton. And they, the uh, Trump on. people tried to uh, get that stopped. Okay. And the courts overruled it. Right. 
And now yesterday I read about the one that's written by his niece. Whose niece? Michael Bolton's? No, no. Trump's niece. Oh. His oldest brother's daughter. The oldest brother, Fred Jr., Yep. Um, has been dead for a long time, but it's his daughter, and um, she's written this tell-all book about, I think the name of it is something about how the person, in other words, how Trump ended up the way he is and what he's doing to the country, and, you know, how his bringing up and things that happened to him and his brothers and sisters, I want to read that, baby. When's that come out? Sometime it just got passed again. The court they tried to get it stopped and the court just approved it yesterday or the day before. Now why are they trying to stop it? What's the argument behind that? They don't want all this dirty laundry to come out. Well, I think it's important for a politician and anyone to be transparent. Well, yeah. Especially if you're leading the country. Especially. Yeah. And so uh I don't know exactly when it's supposed to come out, but man, it'll be uh, the same publishing companies doing doing both books, publishing both books. Pen- Penguins publishers? No, 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 Schuster or something like that. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's double whammy to Trump there because... No whammies, no whammies. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really interested in uh, reading... I mean, I like to read about history and all that stuff anyway, and so... Well, you like to read, period. Yeah. How many books in your life do you think you've read? Oh, God, I couldn't even begin to imagine. If you had to guess. Oh, thousands. Thousands. How many in the last year? Not that many, just the ones I've been sharing with you. Since the discovery of uh, uh, television streaming, you've seemed to not read as many books. Is that correct? That's correct. What's your favorite show on television? I don't know. (laughs) You like The Wire. That's my favorite of all time. I like The Wire, yes. Right now I'm finishing I just started the last season of Greenleaf. I like that a lot. And it's an all black show. So you're not racist, is what you're no, saying. I'm Very not. good. And what is Greenleaf about? A black family in Tempe Tempe Memphis. Tempe, er, oh. No, Memphis that have this church. They're all churchy people. This big, you know, big church. Churchy people, right. A whole family. Understood. And uh, this is by the production company of uh, OWN, which is Oprah Winfrey. Network, yes. And um, so she had a small part in the first season. She was an aunt to the... One gal and our sister to the one gal, and um, so anyway, it just started. The fifth season just started a couple days ago, so I rewatched the fourth season. So now I'm ready to go for the fifth. And when does the fifth come out? It's out. Oh, it is out. Yeah. Are you gonna watch it? I was before I came here. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Did you want to come here? Now, we came up with this idea when I was at lunch at your house the other day, and Mama, my mother, suggested that this would be a good idea. That sounds like Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, I thought it was a good idea, because here we are. Now, uh, my other podcasts, Blue Falcon Radio, have you, did you ever listen? No, I never could figure out how to get it, find it. You sent me the... Link. Link. But how? what do I do then? <laughs> you just click it. Click on it? Yes. Well, I did, and I don't think I got anything. Oh, it might be because we changed uh, podcast providers or services. And so I need to follow up on that. Yeah. We finished our uh, whole season. We don't, we'll come back for season two at the end of... Uh, so is it every week? It was, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we're taking a break until the end of August. Okay. But yeah, we talked about uh, bridging the gap between the anti-police movements and uh, police. Oh, that's cool. We talked about numerous things. Yeah. Um, so go check that out, Blue Falcon Radio. Um, my other one, I d- I can't think at this time. The one with you and Adri. Oh yeah, Adri. My wife and I have one called Unbelievably True Crimes. That's a good one. I love true crime. Oh, you'd love this one then because every 
That's weekly, every Monday. Um, we discuss a uh, one true crime event, but sometimes I make up the crime. I write it myself, and at the end, she's got to guess if it was true or false. Oh, wow. So my writing skills really oh, good, go good, to work. Oh, good, you and, have good writing skills. And, and she struggles. She's gotten four wrong. Really? Yep. But I watch a lot of true crime. Well, you should listen to them and see if... Because I don't reveal whether it was made up or true yeah. until the very end. I'd be curious to see how well but, you do. But, you know, I do watch a lot of those. What's your favorite true crime? Oh, I don't know. Have you, have you, you know, s- my new one is that it's new. It's called Genealogy. Genealogy. Genealogy something. Genealogy? You know, with... Genealogy, right? Yeah. Well, it's this gal, C.C. Moore from um, California. Carol Carter Moore? No, C.C. Moore. Just C.C. C.C. Moore from uh, Los Angeles, oh, Orange County, and um, California. California, and uh, it's always been her hobby, and she's really well. She's like in her fifties now, I think, and she's done this for thirty years or so. Do you know? family trees and go back and all this stuff well then just in the last year or so there's something called she works for a company called parabon and uh, there's something that they decide that they found out or devised with the dna that they call it gentech mm. and they can take so she they give her around the country they call her in and give her like a cold case mm. Uh, and then she takes the, they have the DNA, but that's never matched anything in CODIS or anything. Mm-hmm. So they take she takes that and this Parabon, and they um, run this GenTech thing to it, and they can guess or es- guesstimate, but pretty accurately what the person is male or female. Well, that and then what color <laughs> eyes, hair. Skin. This is real life. Yeah, and then they uh, can, then they, because they have the DNA from the the person that the, the, the criminal, <laughs> right? But they don't have any information about him. Oh. oh, it's never matched up with anything. So she works backwards to build to find a common ancestor. <laughs> Back up to the mic. Oh. <laughs> they work together to find a common ancestor. Yeah, with the DNA from that's from this guy because I, <laughs> you you get half of your DNA from your mother and half from your father, and Naturally. then each one they get half of that comes from their mother and father. So that's and it just goes back like that. Oh. And so they find she can find a common ancestor, and it's usually like second great grandparents or something. Wow. And then she traces it back through family, tr- uh, through all kinds of documents, you know. Right, right. Until she finds somebody that, that, that fits into this pat puzzle. She does it all on the laptop. And then um, she can, he ends up giving the investigators the name of the person that she thinks that, that they're looking for, and um, every time it's right. What's that called? Something genealogy. Oh, okay. But it's on, uh, it's new. It's just been out the last month or so. How'd you find it? It was on that uh, YouTube TV. Oh, oh. You like that? Yeah. I watch a lot of stuff on that. But anyway, so um, that's. Uh, that's your favorite right now? No, but that's my newest thing that I've been watching. So it's every week I watch that. I like that one that's not on right now, but it's called Tracing Your Roots, and they take three that uh, Gates is his name. He's a black guy. Bill. No. Uh, and he picks three celebrities mm-hmm. and then works their family tree back that they don't know anything about where they came from and all this stuff. It's really interesting. Are the celebrities there when he does it? Yeah, he does it. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, 
he has them on. Right. And then they're sitting there in front of him, and he spreads out this family tree business and tells them what their great-great-great-grandparents' names were and all about them. And Is it like a game show? No, no. Trace your roots. No, it's find your roots. Oh, find your roots. Yeah. Trace your roots would have been good. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway, so. So you're 76. Not yet. Almost. July 7th, you'll be 76. That's right. June 30th, I'll be 27. Right. Wow. We're getting older. Because I was 49 right after you were born. Do you remember the day I was born? Oh, yeah. Like it was yesterday. Please (laughs) indulge me on on that story. Oh, I'm sure you've heard it. Well, tell me again. I don't remember it. No. Not always. Um, They... We're going to induce your mother's labor. Rhonda. Rhonda's labor. Your daughter. Yes. My mother. So we had to get up there. This was at St. Joseph's Hospital in Denver. Right. We had to get up there about 6 o'clock in the morning. Why? And. uh, You seem disappointed. No, I mean, it was your dad. And your mom and I. And so your dad and I were in the labor room the whole time from 6 o'clock in the morning until you were born at one thirty the next morning. It's a long time. Yes, it was. That's a long time. So was she induced? Yeah, but uh, it went, uh, I guess she had the saddle block, and it went to like 7 centimeters or whatever and then just stopped. You weren't a very cooperative. <laughs> and nor am I now. And so, you know, it was just like, oh, my God. And then finally, so when, so. You got to quit hitting the table. Oh, sorry. Your dad had one foot, was one stirrup, and I was the other. Mm-hmm. And then it was a lady doctor, and she's sitting on this little stool mm-hmm. right there at the end. Right. And to catch you. Literally. Yes. Yep. Well, when your head started to come out. My cranium. Yeah. The cord was around your neck. No. That's not good. So she said. Oh, God. She said, I'm going to have to cut it. My head off? No, the cord. Oh, jeez. And she said, that's not good because it throws him into distress. Right. Scared me. But. I remember. But, yeah, and um, so she did. But I can remember, like, it was, I'm sitting here now, seeing you when you weren't even fully out yet. Fully immersed but in life. But you were born with your eyes wide open. See, big that's creepy. blue eyes. That's creepy to me. <laughs> that wasn't weird? No, I never saw a baby born before. <laughs> oh, right. So um, then they whisked you off right away over into the corner. Did you uh when 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 I was born with my eyes open so I learned to hold my eyes open underwater immediately. Evidently, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Well, cuz I can't even do that now. Oh, no. So <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. I've not. I've I've gone downhill. <laughs> you were it was and yeah, you were just looking right at me, man. So um then they were Did I say anything? No. Oh. You didn't cry yet. Oh, okay. Did I cry ever? Well, yeah, after they worked on you a while because... I cry now. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, then you wouldn't pee. The problems just kept coming. (laughs) Coming, right. And so uh, they hooked up IV with uh, the, you know... Catheter. No, (laughs) an IV in your leg and um, the... The fluid, the salt, the urine? saline, oh, and okay. um, so uh, they were pumping that in. And so anyway, your dad and I left. He almost wrecked us on the way home because he was falling asleep. And then he was a sleepy boy. Well, we'd been there forever, you know. And so um, then the next, so we went back up there at five o'clock mm-hmm. that night. Right, and uh, you were awake. And did you, I say anything? No, oh, no. you didn't say okay. anything. But you're, you had your 
the fluid had expanded you so much that the leg thing around your ankle was cutting into you. You know, the name thing was cutting into your skin. I'd already gained weight. Yeah, from that fluid. The saline. Yeah. Or the urine. Well, I... Both. But... No, I don't... I'm assuming you peed. I don't know. I don't remember now. But uh, anyway, you didn't get to come home. They they kidnapped me? They kept oh, you. Oh, kept me. Oh, God. They kept you because uh, like most... A lot of boy babies, they found out a lot more than girls. Baby boys? They had... I don't remember. They had... Um, your Billy Rubin was still elevated, so you, Billy Rubin. Who yeah. is he? He's got to do with your liver. Billy Rubin. Yeah, and so it makes your skin yellow, jaundiced, ja- oh, until it starts going down. Uh, so we uh, go on. Left you there, and then we went. Then they went back up and got you the next day. Everyone left me there. I'm the, I can't remember if Mama did, too. Everyone know. left, so I might be someone else's baby. No. If everyone left. Well, maybe Mama stayed. I don't know. I would hope so. Well, they made me go home and kept Chris for the same reason. I had to walk out of there with empty arms and then go back the next day. The to doctors were telling people you must leave without your child? Yes. So we all may be... <laughs> Belonging to someone else. This could be a massive conspiracy <laughs> we're, we're discovering. But anyway, so uh, you weighed six something. I don't remember what. Six pounds something. Ounces? Six pounds. Oh, wow. Well, think about. I'm thinking. Nico. Right, my son. Weighing three, five, three. Very tiny. And then. D- down Baby below boy. five before he came home. I had two small, very well, no, small n- boys. Uh, Sufian. Sufian is about the, what you were. Do you like my two sons? Oh, yeah. Sufian and Nico? Yes. Can you believe that Sufian will be five in November and Nico will be three? Yeah, and if you ask Sufian today, he'll tell you he's already five. Really? That's <laughs> what he did to me. He's a... He dreams. He's a he's what some may call a dreamer. I think because he's going to camp, he thinks he's at school. So when we said he's going to go to school when he was five, so I think that's what it is. What's it like having great grandchildren? Same as having grandchildren, actually. Who's who? Uh, who did you like more, me as a child, me as a child, or my children as children? Equal. Good answer. <laughs> Safe answer. Um, who uh, who is you like them though? Huh? They don't drink alcohol, right? Who? My five and three two year old. No. Or four and two year old. That's good. I just had to check. Why? Because that'd be illegal. Yeah, that would be illegal. So that's good to know. Um. Sufian, what did you think when uh, you learned that my first child was going to be called Sufian? Well, I was kind of hesitant, well, and you were mad at me. <laughs> yeah, it's a great name. Well, I never heard it before. Well, look at the generation that exists today. Yeah, I know. And since then, I have seen the names that you named him after Sufian Stevens. Correct. I've seen that name on the internet and stuff. Have You, you have? Uh-huh. Really? Seen where he was performing somewhere? I don't know. Um, have you ever heard a song by him? You played one for me once. I'll play a quick snippy. Quick snippy snippy. Ready? You like this so far? Yeah, I do. Comes his voice. Huh? Here. Oh, to see without my eyes the first time that you kissed me, boundless by the time I cried. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. So he wrote that song for a film about. Which film? Um, 
Call Me By Your Name. So it's a film about a younger boy falling in love with an older man. Oh. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I think about that. Now, I have a sister, Lexi. Yes. And she is a lesbian. Yes. Now, being from an older generation where that was not totally common, if at all, when was the first time you heard about homosexuality? They didn't call it that. What they call it? Queer. <laughs> Serious. Right. And they call it that today, but it's, uh, yeah. And and they d- didn't call it gay either. Okay. What'd they call it? Queer. Okay. So you just said that. <laughs> but you want to know a true story about Go uh, on. your mother? Is she queer? No. Okay. She was, I don't know, grade school age. And we were in Alliance visiting with Grandma. And uh, that was back when they had those tie-dyed shoestrings. Right. And so she had them in her shoes. And Grandma looks at her. So Grandma would be her great-grandmother. Correct. And said, oh, my, those are gay. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) And... Rhonda looks at her, and Val's standing there, your aunt, Val, and she looks at Lexi, I mean, Rhonda, and she goes, You're mixing your queers up. I know. (laughs) And uh, she says, Colorful, Rhonda. (laughs) So did your grandma, your grandma? Yeah, my grandma. My mom's great-grandma. Did she, uh, you hit the mic. It'll survive, Nana. You don't need to flinch. It's not going to hit back you. Um, did she mean happy? She meant colorful. She meant queer. No, she meant colorful. That's what she was saying. Your shoestrings are colorful. Only she says they're gay because... T- oh, right. She said gay, right? Yeah. I see. I see. <laughs> so going back to the, the original question, when when did you find out about about homos about queer about homosexuality? Well, I from reading books or something. I don't know. Your romance novels, surrender. <laughs> no, I don't think there were any on those. But I know that. Uh, what do I want to say? Go on. In history, there you know, especially in England, there was a lot. Well, I mean, it's always been around. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe not totally accepted from the get-go, but it's a different generation now. So when my sister, Lexi, came out of the closet, as they say. Yeah. Do you remember that? I can't remember what year that was. She's still in high school. I had always joked about... I know. ...about her, you know, I always said... I know. Got <laughs> I ju- before I ever knew. Warped sense of humor. Before I ever knew, I think, because she was on the softball team, and no offense to softball players, but yeah, I remember. I was just being mean because I was yeah, a brother. I, know. I was a brother. Am still am. And uh, But do you remember what year it was? I can't recall. All I remember was... Go on. Your mother... I know you're pondering, but speak more into the... Your mother... And Lexi were going somewhere, like to Walmart or something. And Lexi started crying. I shouldn't be saying this if you're going to be putting that on. Just say it. No. No, Nana, say it. No one's going to care. Lexi might. I never told her this. If she cares, I'll take it out. Um, And... She started crying, and Rhonda asked her what was wrong, and she said she thought she was gay. So, who was going to Walmart? Rama and Lexi. And Lexi started crying in the car with Mama. Yes. And then Mama asked her what's wrong, and Lexi said, I think I'm gay? Yeah. So then Mama told me that. Right. But, of course, I wasn't supposed to say anything. Right. And then it wasn't too long after that that Lexi told me. And what was your response? That's when we still lived out in Port Mitchell Drive. That long ago? Well, did I know? I don't don't remember when. I don't remember when I knew 
For sure. Yeah. So when she told you, what was your response? Because obviously you're from a young or an older generation. Well, I just so. tried to be supportive, I you know. Yeah. No, I understand. Um, was it hard for you to accept, or did you just because she's your granddaughter, you accepted? That's basically it. Yeah. Well, and you get along with her girlfriend Deanna. Now, yeah. <laughs> what do you well, mean I now? Yeah. I didn't know her then. Oh, I understand. What uh, they've been together a long eight years. Eight years. So God, 2012. I guess. So yeah, around, yeah, that would be because she graduated in six in thirteen. So around when Taylor died. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because then you guys, so we, the house sold out there. Yeah. And then everyone kind of went their own way. Yeah. Well, Mama and I moved in over on Avenue K. Now, when she came out to you and told you that, did it change your viewpoint on on gay people and uh, in general? Yes. No. Because I guess what was your viewpoint before? I I didn't have any real you know feelings about it and i never really because well, you're not a hateful or you're not a hateful person no and i never had anything negative you know, yeah never had anything negative to say did you know any gay people prior to lexi oh there might have been rumors maybe about i can think of one girl i graduated with yeah but uh and whether that was true or not i don't know but she, uh, I know she went to school and, uh, she play softball Calif- no, okay. in California. And I don't know if she ever married or not, but, huh? Well, they're all people. Everyone is a human. Oh yeah. You know, and, and now, and now, uh, there's so much of it on, it's just an accepted fact on TV. Right. Every, well, it's a ju- it's a different time. Everything now. you watch now has a, at least somebody, if not a lot. Well, and I don't think that's a bad thing. No, it's not. I'm just saying it's different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. F- especially for you. I mean, it's a completely different time. From from uh, your time growing up to now, what is the biggest thing that has changed that comes to mind? Oh. Are there any other types of things that are widely accepted now that were not? Back then, when because oh, you were born in 1944, right? Okay, so growing up, is there anything that exists now within society that's widely accepted that back then would be looked down upon or just like unheard of, other than homosexuality being completely open? And is there any? I I don't. I'm sure there is. There's got to be. I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. But I can't put my hand, I can't say it right now. Can't put your hand on it. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what's the, what, you're, you're going to be 76. What's the worst part about getting old? Because you've me, had your fair share of health problems. Well, I still do. Right, and we'll get into that. The worst that. part I, for me is mobility. I can't get around. Right. I remember growing up, you used to, I remember I used to swing there on West 15th and I would watch you come yeah, from I mean, work. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah. I always think about that when I drive on that street for work. Yeah. yeah. Um, when did that start changing? What? When you got sick? Walking. And I remember you used to garden and you'd be outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess it's, I don't know. It's, it's my heart. Right. And they don't they don't know why I don't have my lungs don't expand enough to to provide enough oxygen so I have to wear oxygen 24/7. What you're wearing now? Yes. Right. And do you follow the rules and wear your oxygen 24/7? I have to 24/7? because I can't breathe otherwise. Mm. And um just I just you know I I watch Twyla out there running races with the boys. Nico. And Twyla is my stepdad's mother. 
And Who she, is how much old? I'm like from July to October older than her. Okay, so you watch her. Yeah, she she today she walked up. She was walking around up on the monument. Really? Wow. You know, so she gets around great, and I always loved to hike. And mm-hmm. I and I didn't get a driver's license until I was twenty three. I walked for twenty three years. Mm-hmm. I it's just not fair, but that's the hardest for me to accept. Now, when you if you could give one piece of advice to younger people who are not aware of what it's like to be your age, is there like one is there some advice that you would give to is there anything you wish you'd done different that you wish you could shed some light on for people that are younger, like my age, 20, 26, 27? Um, like, do you, as far as health-wise, do you wish you had done things differently? Is there anything that you could have changed to, like, prevent the state you're in now as far as health-wise with diabetes and... Probably eat better. You wish you had eaten better? But we never had money to. Well, and even now, I mean, eating healthy costs some money. Oh, yeah. And I wish I could eat totally healthy all the time, but it just seems like those healthy foods are much, much more expensive. Well, and now the expense of meat. Oh, God. But I don't agree. And I mean, I grew up in Alliance, Nebraska, the cattle capital of Nebraska. Yeah. And not, and then now they're saying you should maybe eat red meat two or three times a week. Give me a break. It's hard. Yes. It's a completely different than what you were used to growing up. Or even when I was younger. Right. And you grew up with four other siblings. Well, spread over 15 and a half years. Right. And you had two children of your own. And I had seven cousins. That lived next door. Seven? Well, there were six before I moved to Denver. Oh, wow. So I used to babysit the younger ones. So when I was 12, I could babysit. I used to babysit for them sometimes, like on a two-week basis, because um, my uncle owned the taxi business in Alliance, and he had this driver that had an amputated arm and from the war and he's a really nice guy but ever so often he went on a two-week toot toot fart alcoholic (laughs) they called it a toot and um so rather than fire him uncle don would drive and aunt ruth would go down and dispatch so then i got to take care of the kids and I got paid $20 for that, and I thought I was rich. What's the most money you've ever had in your entire life? When I got the settlement from the uh, pharmaceutical company. Which we'll talk about. How much was that? How much did I actually get? The settlement yes. was 500000 because I had the... T- that's a lot of money, let me tell you, that's a lot. That's a lot of money, 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 money in your pockets. But the uh, lawyer, lawyers that took care of it, because it wasn't a class action, it was individual. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing was they got 40% of whatever I got. Oh, my gosh. So... Then, That's criminal. Well, without them, I wouldn't have got anything. So then True. they got their share, 200000 And then um, the stupid United Healthcare was the insurance we had at work. Right. And uh, wait, they, which work? Which work? Where were you working? Dana Cohen. Right. Okay. An ins- a tax firm? Yeah. A CPA firm. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, then after I got the settlement, United Healthcare wanted me to pay them back a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars. No. So the lawyer uh, did whatever, and they settled for a hundred and ten thousand. So I had to pay things. them a hundred and ten thousand. Right. So I ended up with two hundred thousand. And that went to the house we moved into out in the country. A lot of it did, yes. 
Right. Hmm. Do you regret that? You wish you had spent the... Looking back now, do you wish you had spent the money differently or saved the money? What do you wish you had done? Oh. It's 200000 That's a lot of money. Oh, no. That can do a lot of things. But... Um, Is there anything you would have... The choice was either to put the money, combine the money with you folks, and we get a big house where we could all live. Which we did. Which we did. And the other option was me to get my own house for two hundred thousand. Well, it would have been a lot less than that. And then, what would you have done with the difference? Well, if I had any- given me that money, 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 oh, in your you pocket. got your share. True. Um, and I blew it all away. Well, yeah, we all did. Um, yeah. Now we're all poor. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> but now I have to live on Social Security. But you enjoy, so you were living with Lexi, and as of recently, you are now- Back with Mama. But you enjoy it. Well, yeah, it's- It's a nice house. You have that screened-in deck area. I call it the Garden of Eden in the back area, backyard. Right, right, with the forbidden fruit. It's very uh, calming and peaceful when it's not 90 degrees out. Ugh, which it has been. Yeah, it's going to be two for the next- Week or so. I can't tell you how hot it is wearing that. Oh, I cannot imagine wearing that gear. Were you doing SWAT? I'm not in SWAT. Oh, you I'm weren't not cool do- enough. You weren't doing the training this week. I'm not in SWAT, so no. Oh well, I did. They said you were training from all kinds of. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a SWAT basic program. These guys came from Northeast to teach the SWAT teams. Oh. Um. Numerous different oh, tactics oh, okay. and such. But no, I'm not in SWAT. I don't think I ever will be. I'm not a tactical guy. Okay. Well, all I could think about, because I watch SWAT. That's one of my favorite shows. Oh, right. And all the garbage they have to wear. Mm-hmm. And when it got to 100 degrees, I thought, oh, my God. Oh, these the guys that have been training all week, yeah, they're melting. Oh, I'll bet. That's got to be awful. But even wearing, I mean, long. What you have to wear. Right. With the new exterior vests where everything is now kind of on, on your core uh-huh. rather than all around your hips, which is nice. But with that, things are much warmer up on your chest. But what is nice about the exterior vest is you can unzip it and take it off when you're in the office and writing oh, reports. Oh, that's good. So that is nice. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, it gets it gets warm. Like when I was uh, in the article you read with uh-huh. the, with the fight where uh-huh. the guy charged yeah. me. Yeah. Oof, that was that was hot. By the time the fight was done, and are you dripping, huh? Oh. Yeah, well, geez, I was dripping. When you got there. <laughs> drippy, drippy, <laughs> as they say. Oh, shoot. Do you enjoy ta- having conversations? Uh, so far, so good, I guess, as long as I'm not saying something I shouldn't. Well, no, well, no, you're not. Well, before I ever, I mean, this thing's not live, so no one's. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so we'll, I mean, you know. you're fine. No one's going to. But, um. Yeah, my favorite things to watch are true crime, true crime, SWAT, crime of Lots any of crime. kind, crime of any kind, um, any and his- crime, historical, historical crime. No, not crime, just historical shows, but like- also historical crime if they want to tell you about historical. Crime. Oh yeah, like Jack the Ripper and things like that. Absolutely. And um, go on. So I like uh, history and you like Breaking Bad as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, True Blood. Yeah. So you like True Blood and True Crime and Supernatural. True Blood Crime, True <laughs> Crime Blood, if you will. Well, yeah, True Blood back then was pretty pretty risque. gory. <laughs> yep, lots of sexual stuff. Yeah. But you enjoy romance novels as well. Well, I used to. I am been reading any for a long time but um yeah i want that's you said it when the streaming started that just pretty much music streaming is a good thing and a bad thing because i watch a lot of stuff i'm on my butt 
a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's easy to to do. Well, they have the term binge watching for a reason. Yeah. Because you can just sit there. And I know. Well, now they have the thing I where they implement where it just starts playing the next episode immediately. I know. That's what that was doing this afternoon. It just keeps going. The one and going. on Netflix. But then uh direct uh, YouTube what is it? TV. YouTube TV. Yeah. Uh they have so many commercials. Right. And sometimes, you know, they say up there it's gonna be one of seven. My goodness. It's a lot. It's Can you more- hear those fireworks going off? Not here, but I did when I was waiting for you at Mama. They're either fireworks or gunshots. Let's hope uh, the latter or the former. <laughs> yeah, probably is. Oh, goodness. Because they just started today. Oh, it it started today? Yeah, the I sales should, started today. I should probably know that, but don't. Well, okay. we'll, uh, we'll, end, uh, we'll end this episode, so... Okay, well, this was episode one. I, I just decided this will be our first episode. Okay. And then, the, yeah, so. Um, conversations with Nana. <laughs> it's been a good time. Candy's here with us. Candy the dog. Keeping us company, huh? She's a great gal. Pitbull mix of some sort. Let's see. She's a goody gal. Yeah. As they say. No one says that, but. Candy, you're a good girl. Um, any parting words, Nana? No. <laughs> well, just tune in uh, every week. We're going to be having conversations with Nana. Nana's a good gal. And we'll return weekly with more conversations. Keep it coming. <laughs>